as we begin a new year, let us then resolve to put away unworthy affections and serve the Lord alone. You're listening to Wonder Lake Bible Church, building mature followers of Jesus Christ. Find us online at wlbiblechurch.org. Now, here's Pastor Dan Cox with today's message. Today's New Year's Day, as you know, and uh, as I mentioned during our communion celebration there, I really love New Year's Day because I like to take this time then just to reflect on the past year, to reflect on the many good things, the many examples of God's grace and faithfulness over the past years. But it's also, though, an opportunity then to take some time to think about maybe those things that we need to put behind us, to confess I love that feeling of a New Year's Day, of a, that, that sense of a clean slate and of fresh possibilities. And so I like to take some time then on New Year's Day to go over these things in my mind and then to pray for the new year and to dedicate myself anew to God's purposes in my life and our church. And I'd like all of us then to do that here today, to take some time to reflect on God's goodness and faithfulness to you over the past year. But also in those, not that just his, his faithfulness in the, in the good times, but in the hard times too, and how, the, how we have hope in those things, in those hard times as well. And then to perhaps there's uh, something that needs to be confessed, admitted before God, and forsaken then, and to dedicate ourselves then anew to God's purpose in your life, dedicate our church then to God's purposes in this church and this community then in the new year. So I want to spend just a little bit of time here this morning in a scripture passage from Joshua chapter 24. It's Joshua chapter 24, verses 14 through 15. And my question is, will you serve the Lord? Will you serve the Lord? And here is the key thought I want us to take away today. As we begin a new year, let us then resolve to put away unworthy affections and serve the Lord Alone, Let us resolve to put away unworthy affections and serve the Lord alone. So I said we'll be looking at Joshua chapter 24, verses 14 and 15. But before we do that, a little context here. Uh, God had brought his people, Israel, out of slavery in Egypt. Uh, he had done this mighty miracle for them in the crossing of the Red Sea when they crossed on dry ground. He gave them the law at Sinai. He promised them a life, a good life of blessing in the promised land, in the land that he would give them. And of course, all went well from there, right? No. Why? It did not go so well. Why? Because of unbelief. Unbelief and compromise with pagan idolatry. Unbelief in what God had said and compromise from pagan idolatry, from the influences around them then. Now, of course, we would never do that, right? We have seen how God has faithfully blessed us, the hope that we have in him, but we would never compromise with influences around us, would we? Right? We would never be unbelieving in some way, would we? Now, the reality is, is we can be very much like those people then, couldn't we? We are all the people of God, and uh, we, like them, sometimes are unbelieving, or we compromise then with idolatry, the influences around of us. 
So because of their unbelief, because of that compromise with pagan idolatry, as a consequence for that, then they wandered in the desert for 40 years. And that generation died off. Moses died. But then God gave Joshua leadership over his people. And under Joshua, then, he would bring them into the promised land. Now, God gave them victory over their enemies, and they took much of the promised land under the leadership of Joshua. But there was still more work to do. And truth be told, they had not always been faithful to God. They still had compromised as well then. But now Joshua was nearing the end of his life, and he is challenging the people then to put away the idols of their forefathers, and to serve the Lord wholeheartedly. Who would they serve? He challenged them to choose, choose that day. Who would they serve? So I would ask us, who will we serve? Who will you serve? Who will you choose to serve this day? Let's look at Joshua chapter 24, verses 14 and 15. Joshua is speaking here, and he says, So, fear the Lord. And serve him wholeheartedly. Put away forever the idols your ancestors worshipped when they lived beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt. Serve the Lord alone. But if you refuse to serve the Lord, then choose today whom you will serve. Would you prefer the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates? Or will it be the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live? But as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. So I'd ask you, will you serve the Lord? Will you serve the Lord today? First, we see the fear of the Lord. Joshua tells them, so fear the Lord, fear the Lord. So I'd like this just to reflect for a little bit on what that means to fear the Lord. What is biblical fear of the Lord? You know, it is often described as a deep and profound reverence and awe and respect for God. And that's true. It is that. It is a deeply profound awe. It's a deeply profound respect for God, for who God is. As the almighty sovereign Lord of the universe, the creator of all, the moral lawgiver of the universe, who is due all of our affection and our obedience our trust. It is that. But I think what is sometimes left out in that is there is an element, though, of of biblical fear is recognizing that because God is holy and because he is just, he will judge sin. And we, if we've put our trust in Christ, do we need to fear the eternal consequences of sin and death? No, we don't, because we have been delivered forever from that in Christ, haven't we? But should we fear the consequences of willful sin and disobedience in our life? Because God, yes, we should, right? So God is to be awesomely respected and worshipped. But fearing the Lord, though, is recognizing there are serious consequences sometimes for our failure then and our, and our disobedience then to him. So fear of the Lord is awe and respect, but it's recognizing, though, that sin 
brings consequences into our lives. Now, I am so thankful for God's grace and God's mercy. But grace should never be something we abuse, is it? So fear the Lord. Fear the Lord. And then we're told then, too, to serve him. Serve him wholeheartedly. The scripture, the heart is what is the, is the depth of our being. It's the wholeness of our being, of, of all that we are. It's our mind. It's our spirit. It's our emotions. It's our will. It's all of these things that we are to serve him with all of our being wholeheartedly, not a, a half devotion or a double-mindedness. Like how James speaks of double-mindedness, doesn't he, when he says, when we ask of the Lord to ask, but don't be double-minded, you know, being of, 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 of two different ways or minds of, of, of approaching or thinking, but rather to serve him wholeheartedly with one mind, a fullness of heart, a full devotion, all of our being, all of the time. So fear the Lord, serve him wholeheartedly with all of our being, all of the time. But then we're told what? To put away forever the idols of your heart. To put away forever the idols of your heart. Isn't it interesting now? It has been many years, many generations even, since their ancestors, since they have left behind the beyond the Euphrates, and then they were in Egypt for many years. They were 400 years in Egypt. Now they're out of there. And yet here they are, all of these years later, the presence of the idols of their ancestors are still there among them. They've seen who God is. They've seen what God can do. They had heard the word of God. They had his promises. They had seen the miraculous provision of them for 40 years in the desert, and yet they still have the presence of the idols of their ancestors among them. I think that's hard to believe, right? But think about that. Have you seen God's faithfulness to you? Have you seen how he has provided for you? Have you seen what he's... Have you embraced that? And yet, we still have the presence of idolatrous influences among us that we give ourselves over to sometimes, don't we? Or to what? Put away forever the idols of our heart. So the idols of their ancestors still held a place among them. The influence of the pagan cultures was still around them. So ancestry and current cultural influences. And it's true that here in the church, the idols of our culture still hold a place in our hearts, don't they? The world, the flesh, the devil. But we must put them away forever. Put them away and then choose. Choose today whom you will serve. Will you serve the world the flesh, and the devil? Will you conform yourself to the culture? Or will you be transformed by the renewing of your mind, by the power of the word of God? Like this passage in Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Paul is speaking here and he says, I appeal to you therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable 
and perfect. So fear the Lord. Serve Him wholeheartedly. Put away the idols of your heart. Choose today, then, whom you will serve. So what? Well, I'll remind us where we started. I said, what? As we begin a new year, then, let us resolve to put away unworthy affections and to serve the Lord. So as we reflect on this, I would ask, perhaps you need to receive God's forgiveness and cleansing. I do. I need that every day. And I want to remind us of this wonderful promise that we have in Scripture in 1 John 1.9 that says, here, speaking to believers, John says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to do what? To forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That God promises when we confess. When we confess, it means what? To agree with God. When we agree with God about our sin, he will forgive us of that sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness, not because of anything we've done, not because of anything I've done, but because of Christ and what he has done and the shedding of his blood for us. He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins, to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Choose then today to serve God alone. Serve God alone. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. It says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Jesus has won. Jesus has triumphed. He is the author of our faith, and he is the perfecter of our faith. Isn't that wonderful to know? Not only did he do what, we, what needed to be done to give us our faith and our standing before him, but he is perfecting it among us as well. He never quits on us, and I am so thankful for that. Seek God's direction for your life then today. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. He will guide us through life to walk a straight path that honors him, a life of holiness and devotion to him. Finally then, let's pray then too to seek God's direction for our church So we begin a new year here, all kinds of possibilities are before us here. What would God have you to do? What would God have us to do as a church here in this community? Let's endeavor then to seek God's direction in this year for his church here then as well. Let's pray. Father, we are thankful for the eternal hope that we have in Jesus. Thank you for the cleansing of his blood, the forgiveness of our sins. Thank you for the gift of righteousness given to us by faith. Lord, help us now to lay aside all those, those things that have held us back, to forget the past, to push forward with the new. Thank you for the cleansing of our hearts and our minds and our consciences 
through the blood of Jesus. Lord, we commit ourselves to you now in this new year. Have your way with us. Lord, we choose this day to serve you. We choose this day to put away the idols of our hearts and to serve you and to serve you alone. And we entrust ourselves to your purposes in our lives and in this church. Lord, be honored, be glorified in our lives. Be honored, be glorified in this church. Help us, Lord, to reflect the light and the love and the truth of Jesus Christ in this community. And we pray these things in his name. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's message. For more information about Wonder Lake Bible Church, visit wlbiblechurch.org.